A From Dublin to Cleveland production. <laughs> Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am Logan Howard, and I am joined as ever by the one and only Brendan Thomas Merritt. How's it going today, Brendan? How are you? Ah, Sherlock. <laughs> How are you? What, are you Sherlock Holmes? <laughs> As Sherlock is the generic Irish response to every single question and statement. Mm. My mother died yesterday. Ah, Sherlock. I won the lottery. Ah, Sherlock. Congratulations on your job interview. Your new job starts on Monday. Ah, Sherlock. <laughs> It's just so suitable it, for everything. So it's like the oh, okay, the the, the... basically okay, but it's better. It's ah, sure luck, ah, sure luck. Or you think very adventurous? Ah, sure luck it. <laughs> sure luck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, before we get too far into our podcast, we would hope that you would listen and share this with your friends. Um, and we have a new T-shirt that has come out this past week. It is a War on Mullets. Uh, <laughs> if you've watched the last uh, Tell All special, we of course talked about how mullets are put the wrong way in the toilet paper rolls and why that's bad. And so we have shown our support by creating a T-shirt. Uh, you can fi- find it at Bonfire. There's a link in the description of the podcast uh, episodes down below you can find that you can find it if you're looking on spotify there should be a link to it as well um so go ahead buy a shirt support us um they're i think about 25 dollars. they're they're worth it though they're great quality shirts and uh you should get one for yourself or for your loved one today uh so that's the end of my spiel um but you as always can find us spotify youtube if you haven't watched any more episodes and this is your first one we're glad that you watched this one um but there is 75 other ones that you can go watch as well so enjoy <laughs> that <laughs> some are better than others we won't we won't uh, we'll, we'll we'll look forward to your opinion send us an email at from dublin to cleveland at gmail.com all the ones i'm in are grace ah uh, yes that's this is very true this is very true the ones i'm in are kind of weird <laughs> too i wasn't there for just below standard below par yep yep, yep. <laughs> all right so for our podcast episode today uh we are playing cards christians like so some of you might go Wait, isn't isn't there a game called Cards Against Humanity? Yes, there is a game. We're not playing that, nor will we ever play that on this show. No, but serious. we will play the Cards Christians Like game. This will not be played as you would normally play it, because, of course, there's just two of us, and there's not multiple tons of people on this podcast. Uh, if you want to come on and play Cards Christians Like with us, <laughs> you certainly can. Just let us know in the link below. Uh, in, in an email or on YouTube, whichever. Um, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to give uh, a blue card that has just a topic or some kind of question or some kind of fill in the blank. And then I'll flip over two white cards and Brendan is going to give his guess or his belief on which is better, whether that's theologically true, whether that's comedically true, he'll get to choose uh, and it will be up to his determination. So... <laughs> The first one is a, t- is a test one, um, but I gave it to him earlier, so here's what it is. It says, I'm pretty sure there's some kind of Levitical law about blank. 
So here are the two blanks. I'm pretty sure there's some kind of Levitical law about yeet. Or I'm pretty sure there's some kind of Levit Levitical law about not being allowed to read Harry Potter. <laughs> well, I have too much dignity to ever use yeet in a sentence. Accepting <laughs> that one. Uh, whereas, you know, Harry Potter, I'm sure some of your ears have already turned red, dear listeners. And if your parents are in the room, their heads have probably exploded. Uh, Christians have a vendetta against young HP. Gotta go Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here is our second one. The 11th commandment, thou shalt stop blank. So here are your two choices. The 11th commandment, thou shalt stop taking a fat nap after church. <laughs> or the 11th commandment, thou shalt stop matching with your young adult pastor on a dating app. Oh. <laughs> I think if you're a pastor, the fat one is just hilarious. Because let's be honest, friends, they do typically carry a certain presence <laughs> that uh, takes up the stage. And it's not the Holy Spirit's anointing. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> That's from all the Chinese food they use on their airplanes and private jets. Um, what was the second one you mentioned? That made me laugh. Uh, matching with your young adult pastor on a dating app. Hilarious. Love it. It's got to be that one. <laughs> all right. This one is for all of you uh, you Trump supporters out there. Make great. blank great. One twenty twenty. Make blank great again. So making a membership to christianmingle.com great again. <laughs> or make God checking your Twitter before letting you into heaven great again. <laughs> if God checked my social media before letting me into heaven, we, we, we'd have issues. But I have to go Christian Mingle because actually... <laughs> I did write to Christian Mingle telling them that their <laughs> membership uh, way of running things was totally out of line. And they were like, eh. and you know the way you can only see so many potential matches a day, um, but you can't actually see like everyone or see everyone yeah. who likes you or matches with you. I said, people are paying for a service that you're not providing. You're trying to cream as much money out of them as possible before... Showing them what they've paid to see, I said, that's not good enough. And they said, thanks, Brendan, we may have to change that. And I said, when you've changed it, I'll come back. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Goodness. All right. Uh, I next think I'm one. Man. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Next one here. I can do all things through blank internet 413. So here are your two fill in the blanks. I can do all things through walking on water, internet 413. Or I can do all things through secretly listening to old Kanye West, internet 413. I didn't even know there was a difference between Kanye West old stuff and new stuff. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, he supposedly okay. got saved there for a while, so. Okay. Well, listen, by all means, of course, we hope it's legit. The other one's walking on water, right? Walking on water, yeah. What the hell? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I can do all things. Well, if you can walk on water, you can do a lot of things. Let me tell you. 
Never travel airplane or boat again. Just walk everyone's. So here's a question. This is a bit off topic, but do you guys yeah. have water beds in in your area? Do you know what that is? Oh, but they, they, we see them like on TV, but um, you, you might have like the fanciest and um, most extravagant hotels, possibly, maybe, perhaps for chance. Mm. But I've never been in a building um, that admitted to having them. And they're definitely not a thing like in people's homes. Goodness, no. Okay, because my like my side of the, one of my side of the family have like a couple of them in their house. Each member has one. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever slept in it yourself? Or yes, I have. I have. What was it like? Because you struggle um, to sleep in someone house at the best of times. It's sort of like if you were on uh, a some uh, if you were like laying on a raft in the water. Uh, okay. Like if you're at a pool or you had one of those like inflatable mattress things, it's kind of like that. So it's kind of rocky. So like every time you move, <laughs> you're not getting seasick. Moving. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you've got shoulder pain or back problems. Maybe perhaps pretends I'm not a scientist. Maybe it would be beneficial. Yeah. But uh, no, no, I, I think uh, I think I, I'll leave them on the shelf for somebody else. <laughs> All right, so this next one we have, there is a really, there's like a normal correct answer to this one, and as soon as I say it, it'll make sense to you. And there's one that is just an absolutely absurd answer to this one. That would be my answer. We'll see what your choice is. So the the statement is, our youth pastor is really stoked about blank. Our youth pastor is really stoked about Calvinism, or our youth pastor is really stoked about exorcisms. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my goodness. Would you believe a couple days ago I was thinking about this? Remember when, like, you know, we first started the channel and every single episode I used to just like insult Calvinists? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking at the weekend, like, why did I stop that? What happened? And then I think I just began exchanging, like, you know, politicians for Calvinists. They're all one and the same. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go exorcists listen i love a good cast and i have a demon but uh exorcisms waving your your your, your crosses around your the spirit of christ compels you i don't know how effective that is friends <laughs> who knows god looks at the heart i suppose <laughs> gotta go exorcisms all right. Uh, next one here. If praying doesn't work, try blank. So if praying doesn't work, try A, surviving 2020. Or if praying doesn't work, try ignoring your own mental health. <laughs> oh, could that work? Let's see. If you just ignore it, it goes away, right? <laughs> Ah, listen. Sometimes you have to go into survival mode. That survived 2020 kind of thing. And yeah, you know what? That's actually, yeah, go survive. That's actually decent life advice. That because you're praying something away and it doesn't go away straight away, we just have to make a decision and say, listen, God sent me to the earth at this time. He knew this would happen. He knew these would be the days we're living in. Um, so I will hold on to my mental health 
I will not go nuts. I will not be crazy like the rest of the world is crazy. I'm going to survive and uh, reap the benefits afterwards. So that's solid advice right there. Wisdom, wisdom from Brendan today. It is. Write that down. Set a hashtag on it. <laughs> Click on Twitter. Call your friends. You heard it here. Boost our numbers. Buy yes. a shirt. Make us rich. <laughs> All right. Here's our next one. Join our church league softball team. It's regular softball, but with A, women pastors. <laughs> I don't know why I'm sorry. <laughs> My answer, pastors. I have no problem with women. Holy Spirit, if you want to use them, do do your work. Okay. Sorry. Or B, accidentally touching hands during worship. <laughs> <laughs> Can we exchange hands for body parts in general? So I've got a funny anecdote. <laughs> uh, go for it. <laughs> I can't stand when people worship the Lord with their eyes closed. I think it's totally and utterly irresponsible. You're not getting intimate with Jesus. You're risking getting dangerously intimate with other people. I remember that church once. <laughs> and some guy had his eyes closed. He obviously wasn't even, like, you know, in the zone with the spirit. He was just doing it because he thought it looked good. And next thing, oh, Jakers, up went the hands. <laughs> He almost took the head off my shoulders. <laughs> and I just saw this guy like wagging my finger like, watch what you're doing. That's not how Christians behave. So, yeah, listen. Worship the Lord Jesus in spirit and in truth. Sit down. Keep your hands on your knees. <laughs> Dance on the inside. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, next one here. So this, the blank comes first. So blank okay. makes me want to throw up. Do you know, <sighs> before we go into this, do you know what the Enneagram is? Oh, that's like the knockoff version of the Myers-Briggs test that some Christians think is demonic, yeah. right? Yeah, so that's the first one. Enneagram right. makes me want to throw up. <laughs> and the second one is excessive makeup makes me want to throw up. Ah, uh, listen, ladies, some of you, I just need to sit you down in a chair, whip out a chisel, and chunk it off your face in blocks and spades. I'm telling you, ladies, some of you are overdoing it. <laughs> if you have a pallid complexion, listen, embrace the whole snow white look. You don't have to look like a block of cheese or like a bag of Cheetos. I just can't like it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> my prayer life is strangely similar to blank. A, my judgmental soul. Or B, going up for seconds during communion. I didn't need to hear the second option. <laughs> I know you didn't. <laughs> I'm one of those Christians who takes the Lord literally. In Romans 12, when he commands us to hate evil. Sorry, you know, if your PC online internet pastors have told you differently. Like, you know, get along with people, it's fine. If you get angry with people, you've already lost the war. No, friends. No, I don't tolerate that crack. <laughs> I despise evil with a fiery passion. <laughs> but when inner Brendan starts really, really getting livid, red-faced, Steam coming from his ears. I end those inner tumultuous spats 
with a good strong amen and hopefully trick the lord into thinking that i was praying the entire time <laughs> so it's like god i just hope that like you know they all burn in hell and forget their heads chopped off if an airplane explodes in jesus name amen I'm doing it thinking of the innocent people who suffer, Lord. And I know that you love justice and you love the weak and the oppressed. So, you know. So, yeah, that's that's me all over. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> all right. Next one here. Most of the services at my church end in A, seeing the first word of the next line too early. Or B, changing the lyrics of secular songs. <laughs> we have this thing at least in my con- congregation I go to where there, there, there's no opportunity even for that uh, I've been to churches before that sang secular songs during the tithes and offerings and they just did it so effectively it was amazing but um, I was told very briskly that would not be a thing that we'd ever see Um, but yeah I don't know worship teams Sometimes they go up and they're just doggone lazy. Sometimes they go up and they're just too enthusiastic. It's like, slow down. Pace yourself. Relax. (laughs) God will still be there in two seconds. Hold it in, Kathleen. I did run into a good song the other day that was uh, a secular song that they made into a Christian song. And so the, the original secular song is like A, B, C, D, I think. And it's about this person says A, B, C, D, E, F, forget you and your mom and all that. Like, it's basically a get lost kind of song. <laughs> um, but they changed yeah, it the to, lost. I think it, the, the Christianized version was A, B, C, uh, G, H, I. So they skipped the middle part of the alphabet. And <laughs> it was, it's, it's well done. I liked it. So if you ever need a song to look up of that's a secular song that's become Christianized, there's one. Another one, somebody did the Christianized version of the Eye of the Tiger, which is also hilarious, but... <laughs> the Perry song? No, the, uh... The, the old Eye one. of the Lord. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's fierce. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, the classic Eye of the Tiger. Oh, yeah, it's the classic one. Okay. Yeah. All right, here's the, uh... Here's, here's another one. So, you turn graves into blank. A, wearing a disguise to avoid volunteering. Or B, <laughs> robbing the God card when you get pulled over. I could imagine myself doing that to A. Doing A. Like, you know, you're out of, you're in a grave or a cemetery. You see someone coming towards you and all they ever do is look for a volunteer or for a ministry. It's the best ministry ever. I'm just tossing myself in an open grave. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> yeah, that that would that is me all over actually. <laughs> okay, next one I've got here. I have a theological issue with blank. A church shopping. B falling short of the glory of God. <laughs> Well, some of us never fall short of the glory of God, don't you know? Um, church shopping. I'm okay with it to an extent. Listen, I've gone to the Vatican, people send us your hate mail. Uh, I bought a lovely scarf for a friend of, like, you know, Adam and God reaching out to each other. 
Um, I've gone to churches before, you know, that have bakeries and sell dietary crap, but it keeps the kids happy. Um, but I have also gone to churches that have like, you know, major book stalls and sections. And some of them you were great. I mean, so many Bibles, just awesome. But there was one that I saw, which is called the Lego Bible. And it was basically, you know, Bible stories, but all the pictures were literally, you know, Lego. It looked like, you know, a, a Legoland kind of thing. And I just said, wow, that's so, so clever, so genius. What a wonderful way of engaging with um, something that's so iconic. Just a fresh way of teaching the, the Word of God. So I kind of began, I didn't buy it because I, I had limited space in, in my luggage. But they it had been uploaded legally online. And I saw that someone called Brendan had uploaded it. And I was like, this my name. <laughs> so I went for a while uploading a story from it every day on Instagram. Just a unique way of getting the word of God out there. Um, but there were a couple things in it where I thought, okay, is that like meant jokingly? Or does this person actually think that's what happened? That's a bit sacrilegious right there now. And then I saw it again, and I saw another one for the cause concern. So I just looked into this dude who uh, had uploaded it, and uh, and I put this politely. Dude looked like a lady, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Thank you, Jesus, for the revelation. I can no longer support this." <laughs> yeah, this Lego Bible had been sold in, in, in a church shop. So obviously they didn't know the whole <laughs> whatever trans suffix or, or whatever comes next. Um, the beliefs and lifestyle of, of the creator. But I thought we have to be very, very careful. Even when we are seen to be promoting something even promoting you know the word of god um yeah words come assessing up. the source and the hard attitude and the individual so so important so <laughs> yeah I, i've never gone back to it there you go <laughs> all right well i think we have time for two more so this okay. next one is our church's wi-fi password is blank all lowercase no spaces so our church's Wi-Fi's password is verbal affirmation, all lowercase, no spaces. Or our church's Wi-Fi password is persecution, all lowercase, no spaces. <laughs> <laughs> Probably persecution, because I don't think church's internet is typically known for being strong. <laughs> so, you know, pray for blessing and prosperity. And then just, like, you know, give the Lord's kids, like, you know, the absolute worst of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I go persecution. Plus, imagine being like you know a first time guest at a church, looking like for the Wi Fi password so you can renew your Bible app, or a Bible Gateway, or a Bible Hub, and being told to type in persecution. I think that'd be hilarious. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the sermon's that bad, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's Pastor Billy today. He goes, 45 minutes over time after having gone one hour over time. Can't stand those sermons. <laughs> you have right. to 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one here. 
Um, our pastor left his mic on backstage by accident. We heard his explicit opinion about A, not treating his body like a temple, or B, circumcision. <laughs> So I would have to answer that one. Obviously. Not treating your body like a temple. We can all see what you are and are doing to your body, friend. It's it's not a secret. But uh <laughs> but yeah, leaving your mic on of a circumcision, that's just gas. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, so that has been Cards Christians Like. I have plenty more cards, so if we uh, want to do it again sometime, we certainly can. If you want to come on the show and play with us, you certainly can as well. Um, But with that, let us go to our Bible passage today, and we will be in Psalms chapter 80, um, and it is verse 7. So Psalms 80, verse 7. And it says for this today, it says, restore us, O God of hosts, cause your face to shine and we shall be saved. So, Brendan, what uh, what is this passage talking about and what uh, uh, like what what do you take out of it this afternoon, morning, evening, whenever you're listening? Again, I love how he always ignores, like, you know, nighttime and it's like pitch black inside my window. <laughs> <laughs> I have like a ridiculous number of artificial lights going on here and my screen still isn't bright. And <laughs> um, wow, yeah. I think that is an absolute prayer for the nations right now, friends. So wherever you're listening to this from, let this be your prayer for where you live. Restore us. Not just me. Not just your household. Go pray for them too. And um, But you know, your entire... A national community, God Almighty, make your face shine in us that we may be saved. Um, even though you know your face shine shine on us, imagine the face of God actually looking at you, and He always is. You're always on His mind. You have never not been on His mind. But how often do you think that God is actually looking at you, right there and then? smiling at you like oh you're my son you're my daughter i love you lots and lots like jelly tots i know the plans i have for you plans for good not to harm you plans to give you hope plans to give you a future i know what you're going to step into i know everything i've got mapped out just be brave enough to step into it be courageous enough to take it the violence take it by force yes i know that was meant for king harriod we can use it biblically too for ourselves um i think it's a beautiful image but also his face shining on you. You know, we are told that the son of righteousness, Jesus, arises with healing in his wings and his light beams. So if you're feeling traumatized now, or broken, or sad, or fearful of the future, just know that in the light of the Lord, there is healing for your soul. Soul healing power. Dunamis, dynamite, life-changing resurrection power and god isn't selfish he isn't stingy um he won't withhold any good gift from his kids you ask for that healing that resurrection that restoration and it will come he will heal you he will get you back on your feet 
um, and that, you know, we may be saved. Well, <laughs> I don't know a single nation on earth in this hour that does not need the salvation of the Lord, uh, divine rescue and deliverance from the darkness, from the one world government, from their own government, um, from the wickedness the governments have let in. Um, but then also, you know, the salvation of the Lord, crossing over from death to life, having put our faith in Jesus Christ. Yes, it's great when you do it. Salvation secured forever. But heaven's a very big place. And it should not be empty. It should be absolutely full of people. There's no good reason why any person, no survival reason why any person should not get in on the grace of God. So yeah, that's an incredible prayer for this hour, for these days, and for the nations. What about you, Broski? Uh, what do you think of when you read yeah. Psalm 87? Um, yeah, I, I think it's, the, the verse is cool because it's acknowledging God's uh, presence in our lives, mm. how he shines on our faces. And um, it almost, it, he, he always is. It's not that it's a case yeah. of he, his face ever turns from us, um, mm. especially if we've come to know him as our Lord and Savior. Um, it's it's focused on us. He loves us. He cares for us. And we're really the ones who turn our backs on him and forget about him. It's not the other way around. Um, but this, this saving us, I think, is even more so than like he's praying for Israel specifically to be restored. Um, and I believe there is an element that that's true that we can do that for, for us today and ask that Lord take, takes care of and saves our nation as well. But even more so that he would save us from the curse of sin, the curse of this earth and restore everything back to being new again. Um, that is when we'll actually get to see him face to face and see his face shining upon us is when we're with him in glory one day. Um, and so when I think of this section, I, I think of that, of him restoring, restoring us to where we were supposed to be, to what we were made to be, to who we were made to be. Because um, let me tell you, in heaven one day, we're all going to have jobs. It's not going to be we'll sit around like bums eating grapes and doing nothing. We're gonna have things. We're gonna, all the grapes. Uh, we're gonna have things we're gonna do. We're gonna go and see God's amazing universe. And um, if you if you read in in the Gospels of how Jesus was able to appear in one place and then appear in another place, that's the same kind of thing that we're gonna have that new glorified body that will be able to do similar things of appearing in different places and going places. So you can. Uh, go up and appear on top of Mount Everest and be like, oh, look, I'm on top of Mount Everest. And then go, okay, it's time for dinner. Let's go to Aruba and watch the sunset or watch uh, watch the beautifulness of God's creation. Because God's creation will be there too. Um, it's not like that stuff's going to go away. Uh, he will become our light and our sun. So it'll be always day. We won't need to sleep. We won't need to, uh, our bodies won't need that anymore. Um, we'll have joy. We won't have tears crying anymore and but we'll have jobs we'll have things we need to do in the mm -hmm. thousand year reign we'll have to uh there is somehow a generation that grows up enough to support the demonic army so guess what we have to still be sharing the gospel during that time <laughs> it's not just gonna go away we still have to tell people of how to come to know christ as their savior even though he's right in front of them they're still going to reject him um so there's still going to be an element of of the, that kind of stuff so god has a place for us he he's 
building us a home, building us a place in heaven, and he's going to restore it to what we're supposed to be like, the um, interactions that we can have in heaven that we can't have now. So for instance, I can't physically be in a room unless I pay a certain amount of money to be in the room with Brendan. But when we're in heaven one day, we won't have to spend any amount of money to be in the same room together and to have perfect communication. There won't be times where, you know, I'll say something and be like, what do you mean by that? He'll understand before it comes out of my mouth. We'll have that sort of immediate um, built-in chemistry, built-in stuff that we can have to a certain degree here on earth, but in heaven, it'll be perfect and restored perfect, perfectly. Um, so for me, get excited about it. Get excited about going to heaven. Don't make death or thoughts of death as a sad thing unless you don't know Christ as your Savior. Then yes, it is a scary thing. But if you know Christ as your Savior, it's the most awesome, glorious thing that's coming for us. So get excited. We're going to hit, be with him one day. Whether he comes for us or we go see him, we're going to be with him one day. So he will restore us to who we were made to be, who we're supposed to be, and we're going to see his face shining on us for the rest of eternity. So if you think that you're going through something tough or struggling through stuff today, it'll all be worth it when you're with him one day in heaven. Um, so with that, let me close some prayer and then uh, we'll send you off on your, your day, week, and whatever adventures lie uh, in the upcoming days. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for this day. We're thankful that we're able to talk about you, to speak about you on a podcast. Um, and Lord, we know that that's, that's your ability giving us to that, giving us the Bible, giving us opportunity. Pray that you would go forth and work in every heart that's listening. That if they don't know you, they would come to know you as their Savior. They'd ask questions. They'd want to know more about how to know you as their Lord and Savior. And Lord, if they do already know that you would encourage them, you would restore their hearts, you would get them ready for this, uh, for being with you one day. Um, Lord, that they would desire you, desire you foremost. Um, there are so many desires that we have in our life and so many things we want. Lord, I just pray that you would help them to seek you first, seek your kingdom first, and you would implant in them your word and your truth. Uh, give us a joyous rest of the day and the rest of the week that it would be honor and glorifying to you in what we say and what we do and how we think and how we act. Um, and that everything would be to your honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, friends. Have yourselves a lovely week, and we'll see you next week. Take care, children of God. See you soon. <laughs>